Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Red Notice. Directed by Ross and Marshall Thurber, Red Notice is the action comedy film starring Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. The movie is available on Netflix now, but if you haven't seen Red Notice yet and you want to go watch it first before listening to our review, we will be talking spoilers. The film marks the third collaboration between Thurber and Johnson following Central Intelligence and Skyscraper. Jason, you have the plot. In the world of international crime, an Interpol agent attempts to hunt down and capture the world's most wanted art thief. I mean, that is the film. It's the basics. It's the basic <laughs> bare bones. Uh, I mean, that I mean is, there's more to it. Well, <laughs> a little bit more to it. It's, that's more of the, the plot unfolding, I guess. But uh, in terms of synopsis, I guess, yeah, that's, that's, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. I mean, if ever there was a film that they thought, right, let's start with a cast and then build a film around <laughs> them. That's this film. This movie is this movie is about the cast, and even though you know, like we've listed the three main names there, it really is a Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds buddy movie, essentially. I think without those moments of these two characters sort of interacting, doing their thing, like I think we hinted at it already, like that. There isn't much of an actual plot or story. There's just a whole bunch of twists and reveals that just one after another that keep coming. But a lot of the enjoyment that I was getting was pretty much them two guys just having a conversation, bantering, throwing things at each other. And then Gal Gadot's in there as well just to um, add a third dimension, I guess, <laughs> to, the, to the group. Yeah, for, I mean, for anyone that watched Hobbs and Shaw and they enjoyed the scenes that Johnson and Reynolds had together, here's two hours of it. There is a lot more of that. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a fan of both Reynolds and Johnson. They, I mean, if you've seen the trailer for this film or even heard about this film, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. You really need to like Johnson and Reynolds. Fortunately, we both do. But they really are just playing, I'd say a variation, but how we've seen them in other films many times over. They're they're kind of like the, if you were to think of, okay, like the Ryan Reynolds type, and obviously he has branched out and, you know, he has different modes and, and different, you know, different characters and stuff that will try and do same with Dwayne Johnson like you know he has a bit of variety but essentially if you were to think of like okay what's the what's like the the Ryan Reynolds type and what's the Dwayne Johnson type roles this movie has those two you know absolutely and you're saying that Reynolds has branched out he absolutely has previously now though he's very much playing the Ryan Reynolds type yeah, I feel like it's been a while since he's done something a little bit different. You know, like, you know, the day when he was when he was doing like buried and yeah, you know, the, the was it safe house was that him or something? Yeah, safe something house like with that. Denzel Washington voices where he yeah. was a serial killer. Yeah, oh, it's yes. been a while yeah. since he's done anything. Hey, even his like that. Even his rom coms like. 
at least they're somewhat grounded. I mean, I'm thinking is rather than these his most recent films. What I've seen him in, obviously this Free Guy, which is excellent. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Ryan Six Underground. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, underground, which wasn't the best, but interestingly, a Netflix film just like this. I think with this one, I think, I mean, I was feeling it. I was like, as much as I, I love watching Ryan Reynolds and it, I enjoy, you know, especially when he's when he is being the funny guy and then he's doing his doing the Ryan Reynolds shtick. I'm like, I'm all for it. Watching this though, I mean, like bear in mind, like, I was there were lots of moments where actually I was laughing out loud because I was like, I was like, like he's just delivering funny lines and he's bouncing off, you know, Johnson and, you know, it's great. But I think like, I just kept feeling, I was like, it's, he's really, I don't know, something about this. It's, I felt really tiresome in a way. I just felt like, okay, we're not really getting anything new, but then it kept kind of winning me over with, you know, some, some really great one-liners and, you know, all the banter. Yeah. No, so I feel, I feel weird. I need to say as well, because, it might sound as though I didn't have the best time with this. And we're talking about seeing performances from these actors that we'd seen many times before in different films. But like you, did find myself enjoying it. Although we have seen Ryan Reynolds do this many times over, I was enjoying, for the most part, seeing him do it here. But it is very familiar. We've, we've seen it a lot. But as you say, it's... It's still good. They're still, they're still good. And Gal Gadot, like she does add something. I've got to be honest, like this film does have a twist. Because of the film, because of the setup of the film, I felt as though it was very predictable. And I fell for it. I didn't see the twist coming. Because as I was watching it, I honestly didn't think the film cared enough to even have a twist because the film <laughs> now the three stars yeah bit of action jokes so when there was a twist i'm like ah oh, actually and then when you go back the twist does work which i always appreciate some films where there's a twist you're like nope doesn't work this one does mm. now we are talking about the main like the big twist at the end where they completely change everything you know about Dwayne Johnson's character when, and I guess yes. in, in turn, Gal Gadot's character as well. Like, when, <laughs> so both... when, they, when they go back and you're finding that what seemed like a one-liner or an offhanded remark from Johnson, it was being honest. Yeah, true. The, yeah. I mean, and that's why it is always good for them to give a little quick the um, little flashback film, montage. The beginning <laughs> of the film, the other officer... She's like, I've just run a check. I can't find you in the system anywhere. We don't think anything of it because Dwayne Johnson's a good guy. We keep moving with the film. And then we yeah, it's like we're, we're so conditioned to believe that he is our, you know, like our, what was he? He was FBI or CIA or something? I don't know. But he's like cop, the, one of them. He's the, he's the, the, the cop type hero, action hero of, of the movie. So we, Maybe this movie, maybe the point was that we were meant to be leaning into what we know, all the tropes of these actors and what they do. And that's why we just went along for the ride. I think if it was any other kind of actor, we'd be a little bit more suspicious. But because it's Dwayne Johnson, because it's that type of role, 
we're conditioned to just go with it until yeah. they spin it and say, ah, you weren't paying attention. So in Correct. that way, <laughs> in, that, in that way, it's it's quite smart. And if you look at the casting, straight away, you're like, of course, Dwayne Johnson's a good guy. Well, you know, we've listed some of Reynolds' credentials. You can buy him. And even in a performance like Deadpool, you can buy him not completely being the good guy. So when he's the thief in this and Johnson's the good guy, you don't bat an eyelid. I think it was if it mm. was the other way around, maybe, you know, it would have been tricky to get him on board with it. But yeah, cast in the right roles. But when you do get that twist, and then you see that Johnson's character and Gal Gadot's character are romantically involved. I mean, again, didn't see the twist coming. I don't know. I mean, there's that dance earlier on, but just seeing them together didn't quite click for me, if I'm honest. I think it's, I suppose it was just jarring. Like it was just suddenly thrown in there and like you, I didn't see it coming. But I think it did fill in a lot of, like there were questionable moments in this movie where I was kind of like, you know, like the thing with the with the handcuffs and, you know, and Johnson just sort of opens it and then he's like, oh, yeah, like a bullet hit it. And I was like, oh, wow, like what a what a very convenient, you know, circumstance. But then it turns out, like, no, he actually had a key for it and he was just playing. And I was like, okay, you kind of, all my bitching and whinging throughout this movie, you've kind of just, like, you know, kicked me in the knees. Like, that's, okay, well but done, movie. At the movie. same so, time, this is the same actor in a Fast and the Furious film where he had his arm in a cast and he flexed and burst the cast. Yes. So you can imagine I guess, Mike Johnson. I just, guess that's the same thing. It's, it's, it's where Sydney watching this movie, believe, just conditioned to believe that Dwayne Johnson in this type of role would be able to just sort of break open some handcuffs or, you know, like, just pull off some sort of weird stunt or something because we believe, even though we're like, we're like, okay, that's ridiculous, but we believe we're in that movie where stupid stuff can happen. But then it suddenly it's big. revealed that it was like, I mean, it's a big guy, of course, you know. No, still... but in the film, the film's big. Oh, the so film's big. The top. Yeah. And you do see a lot of violence. It wasn't until I was doing prep for the podcast, just looking at some of the, the violence and what I didn't notice in the film found when doing prep no one including multiple henchmen are shown dying in the film there's mm. violence there's not death and i'm pretty sure this would be what an m-rated movie yeah i mean i i didn't get any sense i mean i'm probably just like desensitized now but also, i felt no sense of um you know gritty violentness to it, you know, like action, stylized, poppy kind of I mean, stuff. Yeah, bang, bang. But yeah, you're right. I, quite... I don't recall anyone getting shot like in the face no. or anything. So. I mean, it wasn't quite over the top, Fast and Furious violence. But at the same time, like, it seems a bit safe. But then it's, mm. it's a heist film, isn't it? It's not meant to be overly violent. But I just thought that was worth noting that, you so know, it's, it's an action film. You get a lot of action. Dwayne Johnson, one of the biggest action stars on the planet, if not the biggest. And mm. yeah, no death. I guess maybe, like you said, like with the with the heist genre sort of maybe overpowering the the action side of it. Like we're getting action scenes, you know, there's there's running, there's hand-to-hand combat, there's like shoot-em-ups, there's, you know, jumping onto planes, missiles being flown around. But you're right, like 
the heisty stuff to it. So there's, you know, like that's the drama, you know, like breaking in and sneaking around and, you know, breaking into locks and stuff like that. And, you know, playing, playing wall Jenga and <laughs> creating a hole in the, in the wall to escape prison. Like there's, there's those moments that sort of add to the fun. And then obviously you throw in the comedy elements and you get this over, you get this overwhelming tone that sort of, it does take away any sort of grit that the movie possibly could have had. But I think that's the point. I think they wanted to lean more into the heisty comedy side rather than the action. Yeah, no. I, although although the action still, you know, fairly fun enough and decent enough. I mean, nothing blowing my mind or anything, but yeah, just not like, not gritty, not gritty and aggressive. I mean, it's more fun. I guess that's what they're It's going just for. fun, yeah. Big, big spectacle. I mean, this movie, and for Netflix as well as a Netflix original film, huge budget, 200 million. That is that not is, a typical... That is big. That is not a typical Netflix film. And just like what they've been doing with a few of their films now, I think sometimes it, so they could be contenders for awards, but also I think with films like this, it's an opportunity to get some extra money back. It plays at the cinema. Exclusively for a whole week before it hits Netflix, but then it continues to play. I mean, most people, I think, at this point have Netflix, but, I mean, again, the cast alone, I think it's worth seeing this on the big screen. Admittedly, I didn't, but I can see, see the appeal. But this is a big movie for Netflix. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, one of the opening scenes, you know, you've got, I can't remember what city it is, but, like, you know, we're we're globetrotting. We've got big city scope shot and then you know the camera cool little camera trick pans into like a, a, a bustling strike i can't remember what i saw but like you know it pans down i thought it was like, oh, a pretty cool shot like we're they're doing things it's not just hey let's set up a bunch of cameras and have our actors talk about some stuff like yeah they're good set pieces good set pieces you know they're on a yacht there although you know there were some scenes where it's like they're definitely in a studio front of us like the the bull scene i was like wow this looks this looks produced <laughs> it looks produced. when they're that, in the jungle a oh. lot of this movie was actually shot in georgia usa a lot of it well there you go there you go Ooh, no. <laughs> i mean good i think they get good tax rebates in um in georgia that's what i heard <laughs> i mean it's essentially <laughs> a jet setting globe trotting adventure and originally that's what they were going to do like like, like a Bond film, they were going to travel the world and shoot this movie, but COVID just got in the way. And production yeah. was shut down, and then they shot it as best as they can. I mean, I didn't notice it, but apparently there's things where the flags aren't quite right for where they are, whether it's on a boat <laughs> okay. or... There's, there's a, lot of, a lot of mistakes in the film. Hey, do you know what? Like, visually, I mean, except for a few... Like I just mentioned, you know, like the in the stadium with the ball and stuff. Like for the most part, it looks like they they got on a plane and went somewhere and then and then shot for a few days. Like they, it, it does. They, like I bought it. No, I think they did a very good job. Yeah. But when you're watching the film, they could be in Cairo or they could be in Georgia. It's hard to tell, <laughs> but they did a good job of it. But again, like COVID restrictions, it wasn't the original. Of plan. course, yeah. So th- I think yeah. they did. 
a very good job. It's not like I'm noticing on a lot of TV shows, including like Titans season three. I just recently finished that. It's very noticeable that there's just not many people in the streets. They've got restrictions. <laughs> yeah. They've got yeah. the restrictions and a lot of characters get paired off and it's very noticeable, but they've had to do the best with what they can do. They could have a shutdown production and just wait it out or they can make the most of it. And just like Titans, they're doing that here with a lot of green screen. A lot of green screen. That's like, you see him, you, you see Johnson and Reynolds like in the jungle and it's it's like, well, yeah, like we're 100% in a studio right now. And to make it to make it worse, I just get those Jumanji feels with Wayne Johnson say. pretty much wearing the same <laughs> outfit. Except yeah. I think his shirt is a little bit darker. It's unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> with the with the green backdrop, I'm like, nah, man. Like he looks like you're in Jumanji, man. <laughs> is it Jumanji? Is it the Rundown? Is it Journey <laughs> is to a Mysterious Island? Mm. I mean, the example is just you could just keep listing off movies that he's made in the jungle. Dwayne Johnson. Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Yes. Oh, that's an, oh, wow. What an obvious one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did get a bit of a Jungle Cruise feel during well, with, some of with, the with, with Jungle Cruise, it was like, you know, there was a lot of almost like, are we doing an Indiana Jones thing? And I mean, there's even an obvious, you know, like Ryan Reynolds is at one point whistling the Indiana Jones sort of, you know, Raiders march. But I'm... Um, like Welcome to the Jungle had Welcome to the Jungle. That's the other one. That's that rundown movie. Um, yeah, Jungle Cruise had a lot of whether it was inspirational callbacks to to Indiana Jones or to Raiders, especially. I mean, there's Nazi treasures in this movie, and yeah, I guess like once they're once they're in there, it's you know in the in the like I don't know Hitler's bunker or whatever it is. It does start to feel like oh, this is like an adventure swashbuckling thing like like they're in a they're in a timely old timely kind of nazi hitler's timely car but you know it kind of makes it like when when are we like we're in a different period their, their clothes are all different They're, ah yeah just suddenly we get a different feel away from that i guess that's almost spy genre type we're now on a yeah in a high-risk adventure through the jungle and tombs I mean, for the most part, we kept seeing the same image of the cast. The first teaser image they put out there, they're all suited. You've got Gal Gadot in that red dress. And thinking back, the white tux or the the suit jacket that Reynolds is wearing, it's very similar to what we had Indiana Jones wear in the opening of Temple of Doom, which in itself was very similar to Connery as James Bond. (laughs) <laughs> Probably the opening of Temple of Doom is because Spielberg wanted to make a Bond movie. He wasn't allowed. It was like, he essentially just... opened Temple of Doom with his own little mini Bond movie. So maybe that's where the white suit jacket comes from. I like that. I, so yeah, I choose to believe that. that. That sounds good. The references are, are definitely there. So it does... Yeah, and even in the image, it's how they look, how they're dressed is quite timeless. And then it's, so it starts that way, and then it's quite modern. And then you're right, it does seem more Indiana Jones towards the end of the film, whether it's Indiana Jones or Jungle Cruise, like the tone changes a little bit. I do think 
they've definitely got something with this. I mean, it's certainly not the most original film. But if that's your cast, you're able to bring them back. And it was a nice little twist because, again, I was generally surprised by it. Netflix have obviously put a lot of money into it. They're going to want to keep it going. It was like hit a record for like the biggest, like most watched film in a single day that they've had of their original films. Yeah, that is. I, I mean, this is not yeah. my opinion of the film, but I definitely think that it's going to be a franchise starter for Netflix. Like they've got Zack Snyder doing the Army of the Dead films, and this is just another big thing that they're doing, and they're still going to continue doing things like The Irishman. Yeah, yeah, I think I think this does have potential, like legs to sort of become a little bit more like. I guess just looking looking at this at this film, like you've got this cast, you think like this should have been something a little bit more epic, a little bit more. I mean, and like you said, it is big, but then a lot of the time, and maybe it's because of like COVID restrictions and you know production stuff sort of withholding it, but. I just felt a lot of the times like the movie was on some sort of leash or um, it just wasn't going as big or bombastic as I think maybe they wanted to. I think just leaning into, again, like the comedy side of thing, I think they, they probably would have wanted to make this a little bit more zany and crazy and like going all that. I mean, 200 million for a budget, like we really should have had like action scenes like through the jungle and just, all sorts, just all sorts. Like the prison escape was fine for what it is, but I feel like there could have been way more things going on. Like with the there was a rocket scene, launcher that... Yeah, with the prison scene, a lot of that was shown in the trailers. Is that why I wasn't I'd seen overwhelmed a lot of, by it? <laughs> yeah, that seemed to be the, most, the main focus for the trailers, them in prison mm. and them escaping. But we always knew they were going to escape. Well, I mean, of course. But I'd seen that footage a fair amount. I mean, originally this was going to be a theatrical release, a universal picture. And I think if I had watched it on the big screen, maybe my expectations would have been a bit higher. Watching it at home on Netflix, and we talked about it before, like whether you mean to or not, like certain movies you'd rate on a curve. Because you're like, okay, so although it is this big $200 million film, I watched it at home. It was part of my subscription that I paid for already. Does that affect your enjoyment? I think watching it at home, it was a fun Saturday night movie. It did its job. But I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much if I'd watched it at the movies. No, I'd like, I, and I think you're right. And, you know, we've discussed, obviously, like, rating on a curve as well when it comes to like home release stuff which you know I mean, essentially this is for us anyway like that's how we digested it but i mean at the end of the day like you know like having a theatrical run and i know this had like a one week sort of stint but i mean like i'm talking the whole like the full cycle the full you know theatrical window you know like movies get sort of a they just get an added quality, I think, or like a prestige to them. Once they do have, even if the movie is a bit average, it's still like, oh, like now it's streaming. Oh, now it's, um, oh, that that movie, you know, that movie that was out in the cinema like a few months ago, I missed it, but now it's streaming. Cool, I'm excited to watch it. When something just drops, and especially, I hate to say it, you know, like the, these Netflix originals, 
like if you were to ask me what was my enthusiasm going into like it completely diminished like leading up to to watching this from when we first heard about this project in the names of the cast like the three big ones and it's like okay netflix original now it's here it's landed it's sort of like you know there's so much other content and stuff landing left right and center i think it just gets lost and i just feel like there's they lose something when there's no theatrical, but I guess you're right. Like yeah. if it was released in theaters and I watched it there and I paid good money for it, I would have walked out being like, wow, that was not that great. Yeah. yeah but I, you know what? It was okay. <laughs> but I, I do get what you're saying. There is there's something novel about a theatrical movie dropping on Netflix on prime or wherever. It's like, Oh wow. This is a, a movie from the cinema. I didn't get to. And now I can watch it at home. Mm, like I'm excited about it. When it's like, it's just come Netflix. So I think, oh, cool. I'm interested in that. All right. And then with Netflix's track record, yes, they have had some gems. <laughs> Me especially, like I've, I've gone in and watched a lot of Netflix originals and I'm just like, I, they just don't do it for me. They just don't do it. This one, I mean, maybe we should get to the rating, but, um, you know, this one, it's okay. <laughs> the type of movie it is it is it's one of the better ones like you know netflix has been praised in the past for some of their like indie dramas but i think a movie of this scale having mm-hmm. this cast it's definitely one of the better netflix movies well you're right let's um let's rate it so if you're going to rate this movie out of five yeah look i mean so I can go all that now. Um, but you're right. Like this isn't. I didn't find this sort of like painful to watch. Like some other, especially the action, the action ones, or even the other. Compare it to other action comedy Netflix original film. This isn't the worst one out. This is this one. It's okay. It's not bad. It just wasn't like anything too exciting. You know, there's fun moments, and like I said, like there were some really funny bits. The stuff with. Dwayne Johnson and Ron Reynolds, like just Reynolds doing his thing, you know, lots of jokes at, at, you know, Johnson's expense, which I thought was pretty cool as well. There's some fun things here. There, there's, there's twists just continuously throughout the movie. Obviously that really big one at the end. Sometimes the twists are just like little minor ones. Like, oh, okay. Well, you know, that's just convenient for this moment, but sure. Whatever. I go, oh, okay. That's an interesting sort of reveal now. It's all right. It's fine. I'm coming in middle ground, 2.5 out of 5. I still stand by a lot of the best scenes and gags I'd seen in trailers. I mean, I guess I could have chose not to watch them, but I saw them. The bit with the leather jacket, the cow, worth it, the Reynolds gag, that had been played a lot in the in the trailers. It's it's fun, like the action's good. But then, if it wasn't funny and it wasn't good action, what a waste of money! Like paying that much for this film, having the cast, and that wouldn't have been cheap either. I liked it. I didn't love it. I wanted to. I really did. But. For me, a little bit higher than you. I'm going to come in at a three out of five. I did enjoy it. I've recommended it to people. It is worth watching. But I'm honestly surprised the amount of people I've spoken to 
even though it's been out for, I mean, what, a week and a bit, speaking to people who have Netflix, oh, yeah, I've seen it's on there, but I've not watched it yet. You'd have thought a movie like this and what Netflix would want is that as soon as it comes out, people are just watching it and talking about it. And it mm. seems like even yourself, taking a while to actually come to it. I say literally watched it like the hours leading up to us <laughs> sitting down here and recording this right now. So like that's how much I put it off. <laughs> when I say a while, a week and a bit is a lot for us because normally it's out. Let's get it. Watched. Sure, like oh, new movie. Let's let's get on it. But I mean, there was just no, there was no urgency. There was nothing pushing me to to do it. But I like what you said in your you know final thing there. It was like. If this movie wasn't funny, what a waste of money. <laughs> like, because I guess that was the only thing that really kept it going for me. Otherwise, I would have, I would have like mentally checked out, I reckon, <laughs> somewhere near the beginning. Yeah, so at least it, it does deliver. But you've got to like what these guys do. Because that's where you get. That's it. And that's, that's a very important because if you don't like these two guys especially and they're the thing that they you know most of the time lean towards with their style of performances and their comedy then you're you're not gonna you're not gonna like it you're not gonna like it i I do think because they are two guys johnson and reynolds that they could do the action they could do the jokes and gal gadot obviously we'd first seen her in the Fast and Furious films, Wonder Woman, shot her to fame. She's done other things since, but we've not really had a lot of comedy from her. And she holds her own. So they did make a good trio. That's something positive to say, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, she had a few. I mean, a lot, of her, a lot of her comedy, I think, was just like delivering really cliche lines. Like, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. You know, like, just very, like... Maybe cliche is not the the right thing, but just like it's like everything she was saying was just these well known phrases or statements or catchphrase. Like I don't I don't know what they're called, but yeah, I don't know. but she was good. She was fun. She was fun. We've done it. We've rated it. Let me yeah do, wrap us up, man. Wrap us up. Do a little bit of <laughs> trivia. It's just occurred to me. Like I think throughout the whole review, we've just referred to Johnson Reynolds. It doesn't no, actually, matter. Their names don't matter. There was Hartley. Actually, there was their name. So what, Booth? Johnson, oh, Bishop. Yeah, Bishop. <laughs> Johnson was John Hartley. Reynolds was Nolan Booth. There we go. Now I can do the trip. Gal Gadot was the Bishop. That's right. When Hartley arrives at Soto Voss's masquerade party, he hands security an invitation with a QR code on it. If you pause the scene and scan the code, it brings you to an unlisted video with the movie's bloopers. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. I'm trusting IMDb. I've not tried it out yet, but I, I shall. <laughs> but I thought, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. You know, we mentioned the director's credentials beforehand, more so the, the movies that he's made with Dwayne Johnson. But this guy started with Dodgeball. There you go. That's not on the poster anywhere. Should be. Is one movie better than the other? Dodgeball. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, that's it for our review of Red Notice. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that Film Street Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmstewpodcast.com. If you missed it, we recently reviewed No Time to Die, and keep an eye out for our next review, Home Sweet Home Alone. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, Stu. Here's him. <laughs>